0: On this episode of the Mamas Conganas podcast, I'm going to talk about how to overcome nervousness. So, Mamacita, I'm really excited about this topic. Um, I think because I think nervousness is one of those emotions that I have realized I have to overcome over and over all the time, um, particularly in my career as an actress. Um, But I think that this episode is really for everyone because there's a lot of situations that we go through, no matter what our career is, where we're going to experience the feeling of being nervous about something, about showing up to a place and not being able to show up as the best version of ourselves. So this episode is for anyone who um, is going to do something. And they're nervous about that situation. Like perhaps you are um, going in for a job interview and you're really nervous about that interview, or you are doing a speech or a public speaking gig, or maybe you're going on a first date because this can apply to personal things just as much as it can apply to something that's work related. Um, Maybe you're going on a first date and you just have those butterflies in your stomach and you're really nervous about that date and that encounter. Um, Also, maybe you could be going to a deposition, like a court deposition, and that makes you really nervous. Um, Or maybe like me, you're going on an audition and um, you're auditioning, or like I said, like a work interview. And it could also be something very uh, sad. You could be very nervous about attending a funeral, for example. Um, And you or you're stepping into a place, let's say, where you are just intimidated in general because of the people that are going to be there. And so that makes you super nervous. Like maybe it's a high school reunion where you're going to see people that you haven't seen in a long time or you're going to see your ex and you haven't seen them in a long time. And that makes you very nervous or you're going to meet The family of your new boyfriend, or whatever. I'm giving you different circumstances as to how this episode might be applicable to not only work related nervousness, but also situations in general that make you nervous. And so you want to overcome that. You want to show up to that event or to that um, circumstance in your life as your best, as the best version of who you are. So you want to bring your best person forth, and you just feel too nervous and you feel like you can't breathe or you might be shaking and you get those butterflies in the stomach, like I said. Um, so yeah, this is something that I have been wanting to talk about in the Mamas con ganas podcast for a while. Because like I said, I, I, I feel like it's one of those emotions that I just have to get past and get through in order to be able to do my auditions. And I can genuinely say that as I have gotten older my ability to deal with nervousness or with like that um, performance anxiety has gotten better. Um, It's gotten better because I've learned these tools along the way that I'm going to share with you. (laughs) And some of them are very silly, um, but they're things that I do. And although they're very silly, they are very powerful actually, at least for me. So I'm sharing them with you. And hopefully this will also help you get past your nervousness for whatever it is that you are encountering. So uh, the first thing that I do when I'm nervous about being somewhere or going somewhere, or um, or like I said, if I'm going to be in a, at an audition, the first thing that I do is I ask myself or I remind myself of my why. Why am I stepping into this situation? Why am I choosing to be at that place? Now you might be saying to yourself, well, I'm nervous about something that is not really my prerogative. I don't really want to be there, but I have to be there. But I tell you this, even if you're going to be doing something that you know not that you might not necessarily have looked for, the fact that you're actually going there is because you want to be there. So even if the circumstance is not particularly, uh, let's say, positive for you or you wish that you didn't have to be there. Like, let's say that you have a court deposition and you really would rather be somewhere else. At the end of the day, you're going because you want to be there in the sense that you want to show up. You know that it's the right thing to do. So when you ask yourself and you remind yourself of your why, give yourself the reason why you are at the end of the day deciding to be there and going to be there. Why you are allowing yourself yourself to step into, um, this nervousness. Cause I find it very empowering. I don't know about you, but I find it way more empowering when I remind myself that I am putting myself in that situation on purpose. Even if it came about in a way that I didn't want to, I am deciding to show up because We could decide not to show up to something, even if it's quote unquote obligatory. People do that all the time. People have court dates that they decide to miss. Now, is that the responsible thing? No. But what I'm saying is always go into a situation with the feeling that you are making the decision that you are the one deciding to be there, even if that situation makes you super nervous and perhaps anxious. So remind yourself of why why you're going to be putting yourself in that situation. So for example, when I go into an audition, I say, well, I choose to do this because it's what I love. I choose to do this because I want to be a successful actress. I choose to put myself in that situation because at the end of the day, I know I know that I need to, for what I do, I need to demonstrate over and over my ability to be able to go into a persona and to uh, memorize script and to work under pressure. Now, if we're talking about, let's say that you're going on a date, right, and you are nervous about going on that date, your reason for showing up could be because you want to find a life partner because you, um, you're, you might be tired of being all by yourself and you want to put yourself out there because you know that putting yourself out there is the only way that you might actually find a, um, Uh, uh, Find a partner, find a boyfriend So just remind yourself that you're the one who's putting yourself in that situation And remind yourself of your why You're doing it because you love it at the end You're doing it because you're being responsible You're doing it because it's the best thing for you The more reasons you give yourself for putting yourself in that situation The more empowered you'll feel to begin with You won't feel like you've just been dumped into a situation Nobody likes to feel forced into anything. So my first tip for encountering and coming face-to-face with nervousness is reminding yourself of your why, why you're actually going to show up to that to begin with. Okay, that's number one. Number two, and so there's two ways of doing this. Number two is, I call it, call your CEO. So in the previous podcasts, I've mentioned how you know, I always see the inside of my brain, like as if I had a committee of people, right? We have, I have like the criticona Valentina, the one who always criticizes. We all have that critical voice. We also have the, you know, the more empowering voice, the, the cheerleader Valentina. There's a different personas inside, inside my head. And when I get nervous about something, the Valentina that I call, so that that she speaks to me is the CEO, Valentina. I know that there's a Valentina that's a CEO. And for me, that's what it is for you. You might call her something else, but it's that one person in your, let's say in your board meeting of your head that will get you to get confidence, the confidence that you need to step into whatever situation. So for me, that CEO, Valentina, she is determined. She knows exactly what she wants. She doesn't question herself. She, she is just a go-getter and she's completely 100% confident of herself. So the second thing I do after I remind myself of my why is I tell the CEO, Valentina, to step in and talk to me. And then I listened to her. And I really tried to focus on what she would tell me. And the interesting thing is that this can completely alter your state of mind. Because rather than listening to the Valentina that makes me really nervous or the the one persona inside your head that is making you feel doubtful. Um, for for what you're able to do or not, the one that questions everything, because we have that, right? We have that in our board. We have that persona in our board meeting of our head too. You know, rather than having, listening to that voice, it's like a very intentional way of listening to that voice that has confidence, that gives you that sense of peace. But it's like a confident peace. It also makes me feel more grounded when I listen to that aspect of myself, but it's a very intentional way of doing it. So I go, okay, CEO, Valentina, CEO, step up. I need to hear you because I'm feeling really nervous. (laughs) The butterflies in my stomach are getting the best of me. My breathing is going crazy. I am questioning myself in every single aspect. I need you to step in and I need you to make me feel good. So I literally say, go talk. And I let her ramble and ramble and ramble. And as she's rambling, the things that I need to hear, I ask her, ¿qué más? So in Spanish, ¿qué más? Like, what more? Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Until I've pretty much exhausted all the messages that the CEO Valentina wants to give me. So I know you guys have that person, that very powerful, empowering persona inside your mind. Let them speak. Give them the microphone intentionally, so that you can actually build that confidence. Because as I listen to her, I know that even my breathing changes, that I definitely stand up a little taller, and she's magical. That's all I can say. My my CEO is completely magical. I love her. She's like one of my favorite people in my board meeting, <laughs> in the board meeting of my head. Okay, so that's number two. Number three, okay, now so this. Oh, let me go back. Hold on a second. Back to number two, because I said that there were two ways of doing this. If for some reason you're having really a hard time accessing your CEO and that aspect of yourself, that's really confident. Then another thing you could do is to play really empowering music so you need to like put this, I also do this when I'm feeling like down and I'm feeling unsure and I feel like I need to pick me up. I have certain artists and certain songs on a playlist that I put on when I'm feeling not so confident. And I know that immediately my state of mind changes when I listen to those songs and when I listen to that soundtrack or that playlist. So if for some reason, it's hard to access that CEO within yourself then listen to some music or some artist that gives you that sense of confidence and like, you can do it type of a message, okay? So, um, and you know what I might do on the, in the future is actually share these playlists with me because I actually, <laughs> you guys don't know, but i'm actually a dj in disguise <laughs> No, no. actually um i have a cousin who lives in london her name is annie and um she always misses the latin music we know we're from venezuela and you know she's always telling me oh you know the music that's like that's in fashion can you please put it to me and i have always made her these playlists of music and i've always called myself i actually talked to her on the cds and i record myself like introducing the music and stuff so um Anyways, so yeah, so I am a mini DJ. So I might actually be sharing these playlists because I've actually come up with really cool playlists. I have like a sexy playlist and I have a confidence playlist and I have a, you know, um, getting over your heartbreak playlist. I have all sorts of playlists. So if you want to hear them and you want me to share them, let me know. Okay, number three. This is one of my favorites, guys. Mamacita, this is an exercise that is, I think, one of the silliest things that I do, but, um, and I, I literally, I'm sure people, other people do this, <laughs> but I invented it for myself at a moment in time where I was feeling really powerless and very self-conscious and very intimidated. So when, um, about 13 years ago, uh, when I was going through a divorce and I had to be in court and we were, you know, <sighs> Oh, it was such a difficult thing. I can't describe like, you know, facing the depositions and the lawyers on my ex's side. Those type of things would make me so nervous. And my confidence was always so, I felt so intimidated and I felt so weak. That's the word, weak that I remember one time that I had to go there and I would get like my stomach would churn and I wouldn't sleep the day before when I had to go into court and I I couldn't stop crying. And I just felt like I had no powerful energy in me because apart from the fact that I was completely like heartbroken from the end of my marriage, at the end of my marriage, I also felt with a complete lack of self-confidence. And so this exercise I actually came up with When I was facing these moments where I felt like I was weak. So I remember asking myself, how do you feel like, how, how weak do you feel? And I remember in my head feeling like a little, like a little cucaracha, like a little ant, you know, like so weak that anybody could just like trample over me. Right. And then I remember having this, asking myself this question that changed this whole thing forever. And I said, well, if you feel like this animal that makes you feel super weak, like whenever I thought of feeling like an like a little ant or a little cockroach, I felt weak, or like a mouse, what animal would I need to impersonate or to envelop the energy of in order for me to feel powerful? So this was a super fun exercise for me, and I invite you to do this because... I can tell you that if you are going to face something or you're going to step into a room where you feel really intimidated, and sometimes that can happen to me when I step into the audition room in front of casting directors, I choose my animal. And I choose my animal very wisely. And depending on where I'm going, I choose my animal. So for example, let's say that you... um that you are going into a room and you feel very weak and very intimidated by the people that you're going to be in the room with and you want to feel like you step into the room and everybody sort of respects you. You know, those animals that call for respect and call for like, okay, I got to gotta look at this one, you know, like a tiger or for me, it's a lot of the felines, um, or with a very powerful, big animal. It could be, for everybody, this is a very personal thing. It could be something very different. Someone um, might choose a rhinoceros or a hippopotamus because they're so big. And depending on the situation, you might want to uh, pick an animal that's a little bit more sly, like so that you feel maybe if you need to go into a situation and feel like sexy, you can take the persona of an animal that that you associate with sex sexiness and for everybody that's different, or if you need to intimidate when you walk into a room, let's say you're a lawyer and you step into the courtroom and you need to intimidate everybody else, or you need to give them that energy that you're powerful, then you choose that animal that for you speaks power, whether it's the animal, uh, whether, sorry, whether it's an elephant or whether it's a tiger or a lion or whatever it is for you, um, you choose it. But for me, this exercise is like, again. It's magic. It's almost... And I know it's a very actor exercise. But just practice. Like, I dare you to practice walking into a room with the energy of whatever animal you need. So, you know, close your eyes. Think of that animal that for you signifies like power. Like absolute confidence. Right? When we look at the history or when we look at the uh, National Geographic Channel, you know, we see these animals and some of them were like, wow, what a powerful animal. Choose that one for you. Close your eyes and then think of yourself as that animal and walk into a room as that animal. And if you step into a room, you get nervous immediately recall your animal and say, no, 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 I am this. And I tell myself when I walk into a room and I'm really need this is this, this exercise I use when I really am feeling uber nervous. And I'm like, okay, where's the animal that I need? Because depending on the day, I'll choose a different animal. What's the animal that I need? I close my eyes and I say, I am this. Like if I step into a room and what I need is wisdom, I'll choose an animal. If what I, if what I need is sexiness, I'll choose another animal. If I need power, I'll choose another animal. Um, depending what it is that I need, like I said. So for you, for whatever circumstance you're facing, you know, choose that animal. Cause it'll be very different what you choose to go out on a date than what you choose when you go out and you're about to step into an interview for a job that you really want right? But right before you walk into that room, right before you have that interview, right before you go on that date, tell yourself, I am this. I am this. And feel the energy of the animal that you are going to be bringing in to that situation. So I hope hope you like that. That's my favorite tip for today. (laughs) Okay. Number, oh, by the way, so, if you find that exercise, I keep doing this. But if you find that exercise a little too much too out there for you and you're like, "Oh, it's kind of a little weird. You're an actress. you can you know you might do those weird, crazy things, but I don't know about that. Okay, fine. I'll give you another exercise that's very similar. It's also an anchor because what I just gave you is like an anchor. We all have like the the animal that you choose could be an anchor of a feeling that you need, right? But um, another exercise that's quite similar to that is to wear something that day that reminds you of your power. So it could be a particular color that gives you that energy that you need, whatever color that for you signifies whatever feeling that you want to attract, or it could be a a bracelet. Let's say that you like, you have a bracelet that you feel is like your protection bracelet, or you have a necklace that somebody gave you that you feel, um, you know, gives you a little bit of, of magic, whatever it is, or certain socks. I don't know. (laughs) You could, you could, You could do something that nobody also will notice. Nobody will notice the animal game in your head anyways, but you could also choose to wear like an actual anchor, like something that where you step into the room and if you get nervous and you're wearing that bracelet, you go, you touch your bracelet and you know that you're going to be okay. They can give you that sense of calm and that sense of peace and that confidence that you're looking for. So that's another way of uh, choosing an anchor for that event or situation. Okay. So that's number three. Number four. Okay. This is super important. Super, 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 super important. (laughs) I know I keep saying that, but this is super important. Okay. So if you've done all the above and you still are like, okay, I'm still super nervous. I can't get my shit together. I am so nervous about this. Then the next thing to do, and this you might actually need to do like right before you step in is to really do some good breathing exercises. Um, I remember there was one audition in particular where I got so nervous. I felt like my heart was going to pop out of my chest and I was like, this is not normal. Like I'm in my, in my head, I'm telling myself the right things and I'm reminding myself of the things I need to be reminded of why am I still not able to control like my heartbeat? And so I remembered, um, these breathing exercises that I had been taught. And so it's very simple. You basically are going to inhale and then you're going to exhale for, the, for twice as long. So if you inhale for four seconds, you want to exhale eight seconds. You might want to increase it as you go. So just make sure that your exhale is twice as long as your inhale. And it's crazy, but it really does make your heartbeat slow down. It's taking that moment to yourself, that sacred moment, even if it's just seconds before you step into whatever circumstance you're going into, taking those couple moments and saying, okay, I'm going to give my breathing a priority because I need to calm my nerves. I need to step back into my safe zone. So the breathing exercises, even like I said, even if it's just like a minute before you do whatever it is that you need to do, You just take that time to yourself, and you breathe, and you inhale, four, one, two, three, four, and you exhale, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and you do that just a couple of times you'll notice how much more calm and grounded you'll feel. And I always experience, I don't know about you, but I always experience the, the feeling of nervousness as a very flighty feeling. It's like up in the air and it's flying. Whereas when I'm calm and when I feel confident, I feel very grounded. Like very stable, very balanced. So the breathing exercises help so much with that. And it looked, it even, just talking about it, made me slow down my pace, my crazy pace, and reminded me of the importance right now of just going, like landing back on earth, coming down, and reinstating my truth. Because I think when we're nervous, what we're forgetting is our truth. And the truth is that we're capable. The truth is that we got this. The truth is that we're experiencing whatever it is that we're about to experience for a reason. So sometimes when we're nervous, we're just forgetting that truth. Okay. And number five, and this is the last thing I do before I step into a situation or a circumstance that has me really nervous. And this is, I say, a mantra or a prayer. So for you, again, this thing is very personal. Um, Sometimes I think for this, the shorter, the better. And I have a particular prayer that actually was taught to me by my great-grandmother. It's in Spanish, and it translates into... The light of God illuminates me. The power of God protects me. The love of God surrounds me. And wherever I go, God is with me. So before I step into that audition or into that circumstance that has me very, very nervous and anxious, I will say that to to myself just to remind myself that no matter what, God is with me. So, I invite you to find either a mantra or a prayer that you can say, and it should, you know only has to be a couple lines or one line, but just to remind yourself of your worth, to remind yourself of your divine self, and the fact that you know you are connected to something a lot more powerful than you sometimes realize. Cause I feel that when we are getting, when we get nervous it's because we're forgetting our divinity and our connection to God. And when I'm about to step into a nervous situation, I always say, okay, God, come with me. Like, I need you right here. Like really, really close. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm like really, really nervous about this. I need you right here. <laughs> like right here. <laughs> so anyways, those are my five tips. I hope you liked it. Um, I would love for you guys to share with me your thoughts on these tips on, and if you use them, I'll let me know if they worked for you. And, you know, what it is that makes you nervous? What in your life do you have to step up to the plate where you're constantly having to overcome those nerves? I think sales, everybody does it, right? Every, I think and it's interesting because I was thinking about this subject and I thought to myself, when we are living authentically in our truth and pursuing the things that we most love is when we're constantly putting ourselves into a state where we might experience nervousness. So for example, like my husband, he does, um, you know, he does surgeries and he does root canals. And I know sometimes there'll be days where he has really hard cases or sedation cases. And I I know when those days are because he won't sleep very well and he'll get very nervous right before them. But. It's like in order to do what he's passionate about, he has to be willing to step into that space of nervousness because, you know, no matter what it is that we want to do in life, we need to be able to push through our comfort zone and be willing to go past the nervousness and step onto the other side. Yes, be willing to fail, be willing to, you know, to perhaps um, put ourselves out there. And that's super scary. But in order to do those things and to go after our dreams, we're going to have to push through the nerves and the nervousness. Okay, that's all for this week, mamacita. Share your thoughts on mamasconganas.com forward slash 111. And I will see you next week. I'm going to be doing this episode in español. Besitos.